0: Today we start Sea Serpent Week. We're starting on a Wednesday because I only have three stories. First off, has a researcher discovered the truth behind whether or not sea serpents actually exist? Then we travel to Washington, D.C. and go 800 miles underground to find out that U.S. soldiers are fighting Satan worshippers in the tunnels beneath the White House. And if you thought that was crazy... Just wait till you meet the people exposing the truth. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. we got a ton of stuff to cover, so we are going to get started right away. Flying into Dead Rabbit Command on the back of a bumblebee. It's Joseph Logan, everyone clap, everyone clap, he's dodging our claps, he's flying in between our claps on his little bumblebee. Very, very brave of you, Joseph. You are going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, or if you don't fit on the back of the bee, I'm assuming Joseph doesn't either. He's making his Patreon pledge by jumping on each key, it took him a week to sign up. But I was saying, oh, yeah, don't, don't worry if you can't do that either. Just help spread the word about the show. Really, really helps out a lot. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell the tulpa you created in your room. Tell the shadow man who follows you down the street. Tell everyone you know about Dead Rabbit Radio. That's the way you can help support the show. So, Joseph, we are going to go ahead and hit you with a growth ray. You are now human-sized. <laughs> we hit your B with the growth ray as well. So now he's just... He's just standing in the corner of the room. He's like, dude, I'm huge. Sorry, B. But, Joseph, we're going to toss you the oars to the Dead Rabbit rowboat. We are leaving behind Dead Rabbit command, and we are headed out for the high seas. Splish. Splash. Splish. Splash. We're rowing. We're making the B row this time. He has six arms. He can straight do it like a Tremere. All the rows. We're just banging drums. He's rowing for us. Joseph is standing on the bow of the ship, leading the way. This is Sea Monster Week, which is real funny because I always say I don't like sea monsters. But there's always a little asterisk to that. Just the stories are always the same. It's always the same thing. I, I love covering unusual sea monsters. Same reason I don't cover, like, lights in the sky. It's boring. I want to cover, like, aliens coming down and making people eat pancakes or kidnapping kids and ne- putting them next to a grizzly bear and stuff like that. We've covered those. Well, I'll see if I can find those for the show notes, but... Sea monsters, they're usually just lumps in the water. But I I found three really cool sea monster stories this week, so we're going to finish the week off with the sea monsters. This article, we're going to start this off. I found this article on Mysterious Universe. It was written by Paul Seaburn. So thank you very much, Paul, for doing the legwork on this one. And his article is based on a research paper written by Robert L. France. This is nuts. This is really, really cool. This is one of the things I really like about paranormal research. Joseph, order your bee buddy to take us to the British Isles. It's a long way to row, but again, he has six arms. We see a lump in the water, blue, 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 and we see another lump behind it, blue, 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 and we keep looking. There's like fifteen knots, and I keep making that noise, blue, blue, blue. I do it fifteen times in real life for the podcast. I'm going to edit them out. You're just very annoyed by the time we get done seeing. Well, a sea serpent is what we just saw. We saw this long, bumpy creature swimming in the water. What's interesting is Robert L. France, he works for the Dollhouse University. I think I'm mispronouncing that. I just imagine a tiny little university. And it's like none of the students can move their elbows or knees. They're like Barbie dolls walking around. The Dollhouse University in Canada. And he took a look at 200 sea serpent accounts from 1809 to the 2000s, and the ones centered around the British Isles. And he looked at everything from, like, firsthand reports to cryptozoology books to newspapers to historical accounts to scientific papers. He compiled all of this stuff, and he said out of these 200 sea serpent sightings, there were four things that were in common with all of them. One, they were unnaturally long. Far bigger than any fish or whale or anything like that. He says they would often be up to 328 feet, which is like around 100 meters or something like that. So very, very huge creatures. It's not like people are seeing trout and be like, ah. Two, many humps or coils. So you're not like a, like a spring. Sometimes you would see, when we think of the Loch Ness Monster or Sea Monster, I've always thought of like the different humps of it. But that's why the term, the term is sea serpent. It's because like you're seeing a hump, and then, it go, then the rest of it goes underwater, and then it comes back up like a tail, like a coil. So he goes, sometimes it looks like it's a, a, a coiled spring in the water where you can see it, and then sometimes it just looks like a hump. But the idea is the same. It's very, very long, and it's not like one uniform body exposed above the water. You see a lump, and then you can kind of see it go underwater. then it crests and comes up the top of the water again and goes underneath it's like a coil or lumpy three they usually have hair or whiskers or both so they're a little fuzzy which is an interesting thing for a fish it's not unheard of to have fuzzy fish but it's not super common actually don't know if that part's true. I didn't research that. This is off the top of my head. I've never, I, I know that normally fish aren't fuzzy, but I'm not going to say that there aren't any. But anyways, that's one of the things. These creatures, they're abnormally long. They have coils or lumps. They're hairy, fuzzy, or have whiskers. And number, this is so fascinating. I love this story. And number four, the fourth thing that all of these sightings have, it was either fast moving, thrashing about on the water, or both. So very, very violent movements in the water. So unnaturally long, many humps or coils, hair or whiskers, and fast-moving, thrashing about or both. Those were pretty much consistent across all 200 stories that he looked at. So this is the hypothesis he came to. Fishing nets. It's a group of fish caught in a fishing net. And they're trying to get away. We've talked about rat kings before and what it is is it, it, the, the, they don't even know if these really exist. The hypothesis is that they do and I know they f- have found like there's examples of them but in whole I think people are really really I think they exist but other people say that they're they're not a real thing. Rats will end up moving through a sewer tunnel that's so tight their tails get tangled together like all of your cords sitting down by your surge protector except instead of Your cell phone being plugged in, it's hundreds and hundreds of rats down there. Like your cables get tangled together, their tails get tangled together. Basically forms a giant ball of rats that begins to roll down the sewer. And the rats at the bottom are panicking. They're drowning. They're being pushed into the water. So they're running forward and that makes the ball roll. So now they're able to breathe. But the rats behind them are now running in the dark, in the water. They're trying to breathe. So they keep running and this ball is rolling through the sewer. Devouring everything in its way, because obviously as it's rolling over you, each little mouth is going to take a bite. I think people believe, yeah, rat tails can get tangled and things like that. But the idea of it rolling through the sewers and um nom nom um, just like a hairy, disgusting grimace moving through the sewers of London, I think that's what people are a little thinking that it's mythological. I don't think they go, "What rat tails can't get tangled?" No, they know that. So that's the hypothesis of Robert L. France. It's basically a rat king in the water. He says, you have all of these fishing lines, all of these fishing nets around the British Isles that have been laying in the water for decades. And a group of fish will get stuck in one of these nets, and they can't get out of it. They're swimming, and they start moving the net through the water. And that accounts for the lumps, the coils. It's actually the matted net. It's like a there could be a buoy, because they... Well, sometimes attach buoys to the fishing net. So the buoy's coming up and you have like the lump. You're like, Jason, when I look out and I see a sea monster, you assuming you've seen a sea monster. You guys I didn't see a buoy. But what you do is you see all of these pictures, all of these sightings are just lumps in the water. And the hair, the whiskers, is actually the fuzziness of the net itself. It accounts for the length of it. And it accounts for why it's moving so quickly and it's thrashing about. The fish are panicked. They're stuck. It would explain why we're not finding bodies of these things. Because the fish would eventually die. They can't get out of the net. The net just falls back to the ocean floor. Or just gets taken away in the tide and ends up on a beach. If you found the net, you wouldn't go, Oh, it's the (laughs) remains of a sea monster. It's just a fishing net. And he said he could actually show an increase in sea serpent sightings. He said in the olden times around Britain, the nets were smaller. It wasn't this huge commercial fishing thing. It was local fishermen for local villages. So fish would get stuck in those nets, but you just see a little lump. But he goes, as the fishing industry grew and the nets grew bigger and stronger and harder to get out of, sea serpent sightings increased. I saw recently that the nets we use nowadays kind of close in on the fish like a cocoon. So it doesn't allow them to drag the net away. But these old, so we have the old smaller nets. You didn't seem to have much of a problem with it. You might have an occasional big net sighting. Then as fishing operations grew and the nets grew bigger, there was a glut of sea serpent sightings. And nowadays, the reason why we'll see less of them is the nets are different. They're not able to swim away and drag 300 feet of rope and net with them. The nets like close up around the fish. It's done. Once they're caught in the net, they're done. So it's a hypothesis, but it's an interesting hypothesis. And it's one of those things that we can look at observationally. We can look at photos. We can look at sightings, which with sea serpents, it's usually just sightings and not a ton of photography, just like UFOs. But you have these sightings, and then if you can make a correlation to historical events, which would explain that, the fishing nets, we have to take that hypothesis into account. It may not be the answer for every sea serpent sighting. But it may be the answer for a lot of them. And I'd say the same thing about UFOs or ghosts. I'd say that sometimes it's a trick of the light. Sometimes it's imagination. Sometimes you're tired. But it doesn't account for all of them. It doesn't account for all of them. So just because this study has come forward doesn't mean sea serpents don't exist. It just means that a, a lot of them might not. A lot of the sea serpents out there may just be a bunch of fish trying to survive. And they're caught in nets. And doesn't that make us the real monsters? It doesn't. It doesn't. I saw that in one of the articles I was reading. They said, man is the real monster for making nets fish can't get out of. And I thought, yeah, but you know, like shark's stomachs. Your fish can't get out of there either. And sharks eat a bunch of fish. Is it really bad? Like, if you had to figure out what's worse, getting stuck in a net... And thrashing about and having some bloke in England take a picture of you. <laughs> picture of your corpse. Picture of your half-a-life corpse thrashing for life. Someone takes a picture of you and then you become the world's most famous sea monster. What's worse? That. Or you're swimming. This is going to give some vor freak. <laughs> this is going to give some vor fetish guy. This is going to make his day. You're swimming in the water and then you feel like stuff come up behind you. You're <laughs> like, what's that? What's that? I can't see behind me. And then... You see teeth in front of you. Oh, and now you're in a shark's belly. And nobody. You're not famous at all. You're not famous at all. You're just getting digested in a shark's belly. What would you rather. Is humans. Is man the real monster. Because fish get tangled in nets. At the very least. They. They're they, they famous. They're famous. So. But again, I, I, I think that's an interesting story. And I don't think man is the true monster. The true monster are the monsters like Dracula and Frankenstein and the great white shark. So Joseph, call in that carpenter copter. We're leaving behind the British Isles. Joseph is like, wait a second. So the first episode of Sea Serpent Week, you dedicated to debunking sea serpents. Kind of. I just found this story so fascinating. And I actually love looking at the other side of paranormal phenomenon. I just love it. I love it. I hope you guys enjoy that too. I hope you guys found it fascinating. Again, it doesn't answer every... Sea servant sighting, but it really may explain a bunch of them. Joseph, now that you're done <laughs> now that you're done back sassing me, let's go ahead and hop in that carbinecopter. I want you to take us away from the British Isles. We are headed to Washington, DC. <laughs> carbinecopter is flying over the Atlantic Ocean. I gotta watch this movie. I have a copy of it. And let me read you the promo here, and then I'll kind of explain a little bit more to you. But, new today on digital and on demand, Joel McHale and Carrie Bechet lead an all-star cast in the dark romantic comedy, Happily. The film centers around a couple who, after 14 years of marriage, discover their friends are resentful of their constant public displays of affection. When a visit from a mysterious stranger leads to a dead body, they begin to question the loyalty of their so-called friends. Buy or rent happily today on digital and on demand. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. So before I take on promos, I'll watch the trailer for the movie to see if it will fit the audience and and be something that I'm interested in watching. If that promo read, if that description of the movie doesn't sell you on it, watch the trailer. I'm going to put it in the show notes because the trailer looks a lot... The trailer looks really weird the trailer look if you're if you're like that dark romantic comedy what's what's Jason talking about watch the trailer watch the trailer I'm really curious about this movie I really want to watch this and I like Joel McHale so yeah yeah if, if that promo read doesn't do it for you watch the trailer I'll put it in the show notes because it definitely does look very interesting I'm just so busy but I am going to watch it this weekend happily today on digital and on demand as we're headed out to Washington, DC, rock music starts playing. Rock music's playing. I'm handing out military weaponry. I'm, I'm putting I'm putting a bulletproof vest on a B. I didn't think I'd ever do that, but here we are. Load your weapons, guys. Get everything ready. B, do you got that stinger missile? And he nods. <laughs> Anyways i don't know it's been a long day it's been a long day we are headed to the underground tunnels underneath the united states so carpenter copter just like i was originally i was gonna say it was flying through tunnels and all that stuff but uh whatever We just get out and land joseph's like what i was totally ready to like navigate these underground tunnels i was like yeah you know what it's been a long loud day let's Get out of the Carpenter Copter. We are walking. We just <laughs> open the door. It's way less dramatic. E-e-t- we go into the underground tunnels. Now, we actually started covering the underground war back on episode 586. It's a really common conspiracy theory. And it makes a lot of sense. Not in the sense that it exists, but it makes sense in this narrative of U.S. military is fighting a, a cabal of Satan worshipers. Because if someone says, did you know that the U.S. military is fighting saint worshippers. your first question would be okay that that's kind of cool where and then the person's <laughs> eyes shift from side to side because obviously you want to see footage of that right you want to see like guys them with hoods and like daggers that make all the wavy make all the wavy things they look like sea serpent daggers they're all hairy they're just sea nets with fish on the end of them you know the ceremonial daggers. You want to see guys in like the hoods and going om nom nom om nom nom. They're eating a bunch of cookies, and then U.S. soldiers kicking down the door and being like chucka 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 chucka, shooting them. Ah! And then they're like throwing snakes. They're casting spells and things like that. And the soldiers are like Barry, no! And then Barry gets turned into a toad, and he have to go home to his wife and be like, "We're so sorry, your beloved husband. Here he is." If <laughs> they give the woman a toad, this is your new dad, Billy. He's a toad. The Saint worshippers got him. If someone said that US. soldiers were fighting saint worshippers, you'd, you'd want to see video of it, live leak or something, right? You'd want to see it. So the obvious answer for it is, oh no, you can't see it because it's underground. And then your second question will be, well, don't cameras work underground?" Well, yeah, yeah yeah. This is 800 miles underground, according to one source. 800 miles underground, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure everyone's a saint worshiper because it's as hot as hell down there. I don't know where they got 800 miles underground. But that was one of the comments left on this whole series of articles we're going to be taking a look at. And so let's assume, let's assume that that person was wrong and that it's we're only 10 miles underground, which is still incredibly hot. Let's say we're a little bit underground. Everyone's looking at me in the darkness. We're in a tunnel. You guys are like, you really don't know how deep underground we are. Well, where we're at, it doesn't really matter the, the number because we're in what's known as a deep underground military base or a dumb and these are really common in conspiracy theory culture I, i'll tell you this right now there are underground military bases i don't know if they're as plentiful as the dumb conspiracy and that's what they call it the dumb conspiracy lets it out to be but i'm 100 believe that there's underground military bases i just don't think they're as deep i don't think they're full as reptilians or Satan worshippers. but of course there's underground military bases so there's a little bit, when you have a little bit of truth sprinkled in your conspiracy theory, it's even better. It's an even better story. But anyway, so U.S. soldiers fighting saint worshipers underneath the United States. It's a perfect story because there's, there's no physical proof of it. You can never find it. And it's kick-ass, right? That's dope. <laughs> Shooting a bunch of dudes running around in cloaks. They're riding on brooms. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Joe. Next time. Awesome. We covered it in episode 586 when it turns out that 50,000 Chinese troops were trying to invade the state of Maine. <laughs> Why they chose that state, I'm not for sure. And we blew the tunnels up and we instantly killed 50,000 Chinese troops. That happened, according to darkoutpost.com. 50,000 Chinese troops were blowing up underneath the state of Maine. The word is right now. And this is all, I kind of am jumping the lead here. This is all from darkoutpost.com, which is where I got the Chinese story from. They're really big on underground tunnels. They're really big on saint worshipers as well. Darkoutpost, I'll be serious. Darkoutpost.com makes Alex Jones' podcast look like NPR. They say just the most outlandish stuff on darkoutpost.com. Like this, like this stuff we're about to talk about. So on February 26, 2021, the news was exposed to the world. Saint worshippers were being hunted in tunnels underneath the United States. But on March 3rd, if you thought that was big news, if you thought that was big news, put down your sandwich right now. Make a sandwich, make a sandwich if you didn't have one, and then put it down. On March 3rd, 2021, the military are moving through the tunnels, and they actually reach the White House. And the soldiers are, like, making those hand signs and stuff like that. They're like, go, 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 you, stand in that corner, you. (laughs) <laughs> You're dead. You got killed by a saint worshiper. I didn't give you an order soon enough. The rest of us, go Joe! And everyone's running. Be, be running in a battle. He left us to join the fray. The saint worshippers have a, of course, according to this conspiracy, the saint worshippers have a huge base underneath the White House itself. And as the military are surrounding the saint worshippers underneath the White House, they've actually saved thousands of children. That's a lot of kids to be underground. I guess that's a lot of kids to be in the possession of saint worshipers as well. But it's definitely a lot of kids to be like, you know, crammed under tunnels under the United States. Thousands of children. Now remember, what was it? 1% or 0.1% of all missing people who go missing in a year are stranger abductions. And I think that came out to like 600 people a year are kidnapped. There's like so many people, like 600,000 people go missing a year, but most of those are runaways. And then most of them are kidnapping from non-custodial parents. But 0.1% of them actually are children going to bed at night and the parents come in the next day and the kid's gone. Or the little kid at the mall wandering around the corner never seen again. Comes out to about 600. So if you had thousands of children found in these tunnels, they've been putting in work. Like they're beating the odds. They're beating the odds. If 600 kids are missing a year, They would have had to been doing this for 10, 20 years. And you go, Jason, they have been doing this for 10, 20 years. And I go, probably. But children age, if you were, I don't mean to make light of this, but if you were kidnapped 20 years ago and you're rescued in 2021, you're now like twenty, you're a 28, 30 year old man. You're kidnapped from a mall when you're playing hang on at the local arcade. And now you're underneath the White House and the soldiers are like, we freed you, little Timmy. And little Timmy turns and goes, thank you. (laughs) His voice is super deep. He still has his old little Timmy clothes on. It's like the shirt only comes up to his chest. It's like this (laughs) giant crop top. And he's wearing like shorts that he burst out of. He looks like the Hulk. Thank you, guys. (laughs) If anyone beat my high score on Cruising USA, they're like, Timmy, you'll find out. You'll find out. So the U.S. soldiers, after they're rescuing these kids... Their plan is to explode the tunnels. Just blow out all of these tunnels. Because they're infested with sand worshippers. Right? You can't go and you fight them. I saw one comment that they had. That it was so contained they have to fight hand to hand. Tunnels are... I mean, I'm not an architect or a sewer man or a rat king. But aren't tunnel- <laughs> are tunnels usually straight? Wouldn't that actually be the easiest place to shoot someone? A long, straight tunnel? Anyways, I love the comment section on darkoutpost.com. Because people are always arguing with these bizarre beliefs. And not really in like, you're dumb a thing. They actually try to poke holes in the argument. Some of them are like, you're an idiot. But they actually try to poke holes in the argument. So I think a lot of people who are in the comments, because it's such an obscure website. I think people in the comment section actually kind of believe, or maybe are interested in these theories. But then they go, wait, what? Lori in the comment section says this. So they're getting ready to blow these tunnels up. And this is Lori's comment. Why would they blow the tunnels up underground? If they rescue and clean out the tunnels, why not keep the tunnels there? If these crisscross the United States, because there are these maps of these tunnel systems all over the United States, why are they blowing up? She has a good point. She says, if we need to hide in the tunnels from an asteroid, a world killer coming down, if we have this massive underground system that was created by the U.S. military, taken over by Satan worshippers, expanded by said Satan worshippers. Why wouldn't we want to keep them instead of blowing them up? Moab, famous commenter Moab, says, I love this, so imagine that an asteroid is coming towards Earth. It's going to peel back the crust of the planet. It's going to plunge us into a thousand years of darkness. However, if you can get underground, you could survive. You have a choice. You can do that. You can survive the asteroid impact. Or, according to Moab, these tunnels and bases are haunted because the saint worshippers have been down there for so long and the malevolent forces they call upon have infested the walls. There's, like, blood everywhere. And, like, you're, you're in the fallout shelter. You go get some coffee. Ring around the rosy. Little girls in the corner of the room. No eyes. They've been clawed out by the demons. You can live there. Live, being the operative word, or you can get obliterated by an asteroid in all of human history. Go with it. Would you hide in a haunted house if it would save you from not just certain death, but annihilation of the race of humans? I would take my chances with the ring around the Rosie Girls versus a planet killer asteroid. But anyway, so Moab, point taken, however... You you can easily stay outside as the sky turns to fire. I will go down into the underground base. And sure, I might have to sleep with the nightlight on and uninstall all the mirrors. (laughs) Bloody Mary doesn't get me, but I'm still alive. It's funny, so, and then a lot of other commenters were like, wait a second, if these underground bases are everywhere and you blow them up, won't that cause huge sinkholes and the structural integrity? Boring! No one wants to talk about that! No one wants to talk about that! So many people were commenting on that, and they are just basically getting brushed under the rug. They're like, if if these things crisscross the United States and you're blowing them out, shouldn't, like, entire sections of city... Ah, we don't want to talk about structural integrity! What are you talking about, you bum? And I don't know why I even waste time talking about it because we have breaking news, March fifth, twenty. I don't know why I'm so dumb, guys. I don't know why I even. I, uh, March fifth. I don't know why I'm debating this because on March fifth we have video evidence: the bombs underneath Washington D.C. were detonated, the tunnels were destroyed, the Saint worshippers were cleared out. It's all over, ladies and gentlemen. We won. The United States military exploded stuff underneath the Capitol. Why did I even doubt that? I, I s- did see the video footage. I, 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 f- I feel like such a fool. This video footage. This video footage of... It, it looks like... <laughs> it looks like steam. It looks like steam coming out of vents. But it's not, you fool. It's smoke. Sure. It's been happening <laughs> for decades. Steam, I mean smoke coming out of the vents. Have you ever seen a movie filmed in New York? Have you ever lived in New York and seen steam come out of the manholes? You fool. That wasn't steam. That was smoke from bombs. And that wasn't in an 80s movie. That movie was filmed yesterday. Those bombs just went off on March 5th. There's video footage. There's video footage of white gas coming out of the ground all over Washington, D.C., out of these vents that are strategically placed all around the city that happen to line up with the main heating system of the Capitol building. Yes, these things are called steam tunnels, and they've been called steam tunnels since the 40s. And yes, these tunnels link a massive heating-generating building, a steam building. (laughs) The building's not made of steam, but a giant building used to supply heat through steam, these these vents move underneath the city to all these other government facilities to provide them with heat. Yes, that is totally verifiable, and the steam tunnels have been around for decades. Yes, and there's smoke, co- smoke coming out of those tunnels right now in that same order all around the White House. But even though you could have seen this stuff pretty much on any cold day, That was bombs, too. It's been bombs the whole time. The next time you're walking outside and it's a cold day and you breathe, you you ate a bomb. There was a saint worshiper in your mouth while you were sleeping, and a U.S. soldier threw a grenade in, saluted you, and said, You're welcome. That's what that is. That's what that is. That's what it is. It's all smoke. Now, if you think I'm exaggerating, that people actually are confusing steam with smoke, you can go to the show notes And you can watch a certain video from, this is such a beautiful mess. And this is one of the reasons why I love stuff like Dark Outposts. There is a video on Dark Outposts. I would love to play you the audio clip, but I have a sneaking suspicion that if I did, this group would come after me. Not that that they would come after me and throw me in a tunnel, put a bomb in my stomach. They would try to get the podcast shut down. Copyright violation, DMCA. You got to be real careful with that type of stuff. I use audio clips very sparingly. On the show, a lot of other podcasts get away with it, but it's a risky game. And I got to thank a thousand episodes from now. I can't think about the, just the pure entertainment value of this one. But luckily, I will, do a reenact- <laughs> I will do a reenactment of this video. But the video will be in the show notes, and you can jump ahead to nine minutes in the video and hear what I'm about to do for you. So let me play the... Let me give you an image of what we're seeing in this video. This video is a darkoutpost.com video that was submitted to them or they had found on YouTube, one of the two, and it is a man holding his cell phone, recording, not, he's not in Washington, D.C., he's not recording it live in Washington, D.C., he is recording a YouTube video, so he's watching something on YouTube, and he's recording it with his phone, height of technology, guys, He's recording, so it's all, like, blurry and shaky and stuff like that. And he's holding his phone, and he's like, look, look, there's no one at the White House. It's like, the view is so huge. The view between the original camera and the White House is so big. And now we're looking at it on a cell phone, on a wiggly cell phone, and his laptop monitor. And he's like, look, there's no one there. And I was like, I don't know. There could be 100 people there. I can't tell. But he's not really focused on that. That, 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 does have to be with, that does have to do with this weird conspiracy right now that the, no one's in the White House, but he keeps showing these steam vents. I mean, you could call it smoke, except it very quickly evaporates. Smoke normally doesn't go up four feet in the air and just evaporate. But this steam, he shows all these steam vents all over Washington, D.C. It's evidence. I mean, again, you could go... I found a YouTube video from another guy and it was like, he's like, he does videos about Washington, D.C. He lives there. And he tested it. He And I don't even think it was in, I don't even think it was about this conspiracy theory. I just think he was curious about it. But he tested, he actually drives up, he gets a bike, he rents a bicycle and goes up to one of these vents and he holds his, he takes the lens cap. This is how you actually test this stuff. He takes the lens cap off of his camera and he holds it up and it condensates. And he goes, this is what happens, steam. Steam will condensate. So he goes, yeah, it's steam. And then he went into the history of the steam tunnels and he kind of showed like an old blueprint because you can't get blueprints to these anymore because these tunnels lead, they do lead to government buildings all over. You know there has to be secret service agents in the tunnels. But anyway, so that was a really cool video. That's also in the show notes. It's very observational based. You know, This is that and da-da-da-da-da. Let's return to the knuckleheads at darkoutpost.com. Because they have this camera and they're filming the laptop. And then he goes, he's talking to his girlfriend or his wife off camera. And he goes, hey, honey, honey, pull up that video. Pull up that other video of the smoke. And then you hear this, I can't. I can't. I can't, honey. And he's like, no, no, no. Click the button. Click that button. I can't do it. It's, it's not. It says cannot be played. And he's like, your fingernail's in the way. This is, <laughs> this is not me improving." They're actually recording all of this stuff. And he's like, no, it's your fingertip. It's it. And then they start arguing over why she can't get the video to play. And then he she shows him her cell phone and it says this video cannot be played. And the man says, you know, I got to tell you right now, we're not able to access these videos. These videos are being shut down. They don't want the truth to get out. The CIA demons, the demonically possessed CIA piggly wigglies is what he calls them. Makes them sound kind of cute, right? You can't really use demonically possessed and piggly wigglies in the same sentence. But these demonically possessed CIA piggly wigglies don't want the truth to get out. Oh, wait, no, she got it going. And then she holds up her phone and they watch the video on her phone. So the demonically possessed, I found that so fascinating. They have a brief technological glitch, probably because of her two inch long nails, which they show as she's trying to click on the button. And it says this video cannot be played. He immediately goes on a diatribe about how demon possessed CIA agents are currently stopping the truth from getting out. He is then able to access the video and he does not backtrack that at all. He doesn't go, oh, I guess I was wrong. It was just a technical glitch. Maybe the CIA demon, demonic piggly wigglies are taking the day off. Sorry about that. No, it's working just fine. Once they get the video working, that's it. He does not backtrack at all. The video is not working because the truth is being shut down. Oh, wait, never mind. He doesn't even say, never mind. The video just starts working, and then he shows it. Fascinating. I don't understand how that brain processes information. I understand... You can make statements that are wrong. I can understand. I've had that. We've all had that where something's not going right with our phone and we start thinking, oh, it's something. We don't think the CIA demon Piggly Wigglies are doing anything. but Or we don't find something. And we think, oh, did that stupid girl who came over to my house the other day, did she steal my watch or something like that? And then you find it and you're like, ah, oh, I guess she didn't. We've all had that sensation, right? <laughs> We've all had that sensation when some strange girl comes over. But one, I didn't, <laughs> I wasn't recording and I got to edit it out if, I realize that she's not the one who stole my watch, but he makes this claim and then it turns out not to be true. It turns out that it was a technical error and he doesn't backtrack at all because it his brain is processing information at such a it's 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 I, I can't I, it's it's not he's not thinking critically computer glitch. Equal CIA demon piggly wigglies that I can actually in the in his world view I can understand that but once the video starts working then how does he then they're then they are letting the truth get out that's what the second part is what I don't how his brain would process that we can't reveal the truth oh wait now we can how does his brain hold how do how do, what I would have loved to have been able to like sh- become a neutron in his brain during that moment how does that work but I'm not a brain specialist, I'm not a neutron, I'm not a psychologist, I'm I'm just a ordinary man trying to make sense of a world where CIA demonic piggly wigglies are suppressing information and then just letting it out, and where steam is actually smoke, and two hundred this was the ended up being the total, two hundred thousand children were rescued underneath the White House. The first couple thousand, that was just a warm-up. It ended up being a total of 200,000 kids. Now, that's dope, right? I'm not saying that kids need to be kept underneath the White House. So, we can at least celebrate that. 200,000 imaginary children have been rescued. They've been returned to their imaginary households. And they will go on to live happily ever after imaginary lives. So, that is the saga. I know you guys are like, Jason, why are you wasting my time? Of course, we all knew about this. We all saw the news about the tunnels underneath Washington, D.C., and we saw the explosions and the smoke. Jason, who do you think I am? Why do you think I listen to your podcast? I listen for obscure stuff, not stuff that's reported on the nightly news. And I'm sorry. Don't know why I wasted your time. And sure, but I wanted to make sure, I wanted to really make sure for those of you out there who don't read, don't read fictional newspapers, don't read the Daily Planet read newspapers from this reality i wanted to make sure that you guys knew about this the next time you pick up your phone to share a video exposing the truth and it doesn't work cia demonic piggly wigglies your phone is in charge your phone you let it sit out too long you let it sit out too long and you're using it and the battery goes down cia demonic piggly wigglies you go outside you see smoke in the sky it's blocking the view of the sun should just be blue sky and sun, nothing else. But instead you see big, fluffy clouds of smoke. The sky bombs were detonated once again. You've been seeing the smoke all your life. You know the truth. You took a video of it too and you shared it on YouTube. It was up forever. It never got <laughs> taken down. But you know it's only because the CIA demonic piggly wigglies haven't found it yet. Just remember that the world you observe is not the truth. And science is not the truth. And just plain common sense is not the truth. You can blow up tunnels underneath cities with no repercussions whatsoever. You can go 800 miles underground and find reptilians that you have to fight hand-to-hand. Bowie knife versus ceremonial dagger. And even though 200,000 children is a lot of children to cram underneath a single building, you fool. You're not thinking. Well, you are. You're thinking of physics and how space inhabits things and how matter can only be in one space at one time. But you got to stop thinking about that stuff. The only thing you have to remember is CIA demonic piggly wigglies. After that, everything else falls into place.